three, two, one. Trek. Perfect. All right, I guess I'll bring us in, and then we'll just get going. Cool, cool. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to one of our uh, surprise recordings. Um, <laughs> I think they're all surprise recordings now. At this point, Just, I do think they're all surprise recordings. We're, we're like the podcast equivalent to... of like guerrilla warfare. Like we right. just pop up out of nowhere. Like we're doing a podcast. <laughs> we're like we. I feel really bad because uh, Indiesaurus had that like the, they like really pushed in their Discord to help us get up and over fifty followers on. Uh, on Twitch. Twitch, yeah, and then we just completely dropped the ball with the, all the other metrics you need to be able to get affiliate. Like we're just like, cool, thanks for getting us up in over fifty. <laughs> uh, streaming more than seven like different days in a month, not happening. Uh, no. You know, more than a certain amount of hours per week. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> no. but we got fifty. <laughs> we're yeah, we're like uh, we turned in the dra- the the thesis statement to our teacher. Like, you think this would be a good project? Like, yeah, this is great. You just need to do the research. You just make sure you do get a nice, right. nice bibliography going. Uh, show me the last, show me your first draft. I'll help you out. And then like at the end of the semester, I'll get you, I'll get you the, the, I'll get you the auditorium. You can have a whole speech about it at the end of the semester. <laughs> we're just like, Oh yeah, totally. Can we have an extension? Can we have an extension please? But it's like 50, 55 people are in the audience and we like walk in. Waiting. We're like, Oh, Ooh, fuck that yeah. was today that was today that's today it's like is, is, is dylan gonna be here today i don't think so. i think he's calling out i think he's, i think he called out yeah i think does he know I that think, we're doing a project i didn't know i forgot well, i mean i i knew that we had to do this at some point i just don't didn't remember that it was today <laughs> uh dylan is um away without leave he's um he's Gone AWOL completely. Uh, and uh, we have right, no idea right. where he we were is. Like, <laughs> we were like, um, in order to be on uh, the Trek to the Holodeck podcast as a host and um, in any capacity as an employee, you have to be vaccinated. And Dylan's like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. Fuck that. I'm out. Yep. He's in a desert. Uh, he went full Letitia Wright uh, and has just gone off the rails on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, he, I just want to throw it out there. That was a joke. Dylan is vaccinated. We're, none of us here are crazy anti-vaxxers. In fact, we're, we <laughs> are both boosted. Right. So <laughs> we have enough vaccines between us for three people, really. I'm liking, uh, I'm, I'm liking it because I said it today. Uh, super fully vaxxed is, yeah. is what I'm going to call it from now Mega-vaxed. on. Mega-vaxxed. Mega-vaxxed. <laughs> Mighty Morphin vaxxed. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, in... Star Trek the motion picture when the Enterprise gets the full refit. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. We're the Enterprise, but with the <laughs> refit. We're, we're sleeker, a little bit more 70s. We got that nice blue deflector dish. I also just want to throw it out there that we're not like, uh, we're both uh, boosted because we both uh, need to be boosted. It's not like we're yeah. like. I heard that if you, know there are if you get a booster, it helps your Twitch metrics. So right. we're, we're trying to boost our audience. Yeah. Uh, Ensign if, Snuggles reporting 
I'm here to fill the role of Wesley Crusher. I will carry out my role of talking too much, getting in the way to the best of my ability. Feel free to tell me to cease talking whenever. That is uh, Major Snuggles in chat. Well, Major Snuggles, you you do as much as you, you talk as much as you want uh, because it's only the two of us. We may not right. even notice that you're talking. So it'll really get the, that Ensign experience through. Right, right, right. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate thank it you. at thank our you. gorilla podcast time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's, the, let's get, yeah. get let's into it. it. No, no, yeah. yeah. Let's get into recording the podcast. If yeah. you're watching on Twitch, uh, we do a little bit like we just did where we just say hi and talk for a second. Yeah. Then we're going to jump into recording the podcast. If this is the first time you're joining us, we do a podcast called Trek to the Holodeck where we watch and rate all of the Holodeck episodes in Star Trek. And then we have a segment where we watch original series Star Trek in episodes that we believe probably would have been holodeck if they had the holodeck on the original series. I mentioned that because that's today's episode. Oh, um, yeah. yeah so and it's also very spooky. It's spooky month. Let's get spooky. Um, <laughs> Let's get spooky. The only reason I give that intro is because we are recording a podcast, so feel free to chat away in the chat with other people who are watching, but we might not respond. And if you're Jay chat away, feel free to chat away at all times. Uh, at all times. <laughs> That's a little inside joke for those who listen to our podcast on a regular. Man, I feel like we haven't had a chat away in a while. We haven't. It's been a minute. It's been a lot of David it's Bell. Been it's been a lot of Denny yeah. Mac. Yeah. I do miss Jay Chataway. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. <laughs> I'm Jan. And there's no Dylan. No. <laughs> I was just going to go Dylan would be. without, without nope. mentioning that Dylan God, wasn't here and see, see if people, I don't know, maybe we can get him to call in. Maybe we can get a, a call in on Dylan. He's like a longtime host, first time caller. Uh, right. <laughs> Hold up. Major Snuggles says, isn't this TOS episode the premise for the new TFO in the Star Trek Online? Oh my gosh. You're a Star Trek Online player. That's awesome. <laughs> That's my way of saying, I don't know, because I don't play Star Trek Online. If I did, I would get nothing done. So, Mr. Uh, Snuggles, feel feel free to tell us more about that. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I think I played it, like, briefly. Uh, never got past, like, maybe 10 hours in um, and realized that I would get lost. Uh, my life would stop, so I had to stop. I, I saw my brother play it when it launched, and I was like, nope, can't do that. That will be... That's not good for me. I need to have <laughs> not to, not to judge anybody who plays it, but like I know right. myself and I know my right. my boundaries. So uh, <laughs> I need to, I, I need I have other responsibilities that I know I will not uh, complete yeah, if I start exactly. doing this. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's really cool though that Star Trek, Star Trek Online has persisted because when it launched, I think yeah. it was pretty broken, which is pretty typical of MMO RPGs. But the fact that it's right. like more than a decade. I know they went free to play at one point, but there's still like regular updates, and I just think that's super cool. That's I I, I remember hearing like it not doing well when it came out, and so yeah. the fact that it's per yeah, like you said, persisted, great. It found a way. It Life found its way. Finds a way. MMORPGs um, <laughs> find a way. Uh, Any luck? Very time consuming. Something involving the Davidians. And hi, Asubs. Let's get into it. What episode are we doing? Uh, We're doing Cat's Paw from the original series. Nice. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, th- again, this is uh, our uh, month. Have we tried to do a monthly at this point? Uh, where roughly a monthly. A, yeah, it's been about monthly where we choose a, T- a TOS, a, the original series. If you're not familiar with the uh, abbreviations, uh, those old episode, scientists, as they call them in lower decks. Those old scientists, right? Uh, episode where we believe uh, what's going on in the episode would have had holodeck content, but since they weren't doing, which I was thinking about it watching this episode, I I always hear the like, oh, they didn't have holodeck in the original series because of budget concerns. Yeah. It doesn't take that much budget-wise. They go down <laughs> to the planet, that's just as much as if you were doing the holodeck. 100%. So what's the whole budget thing? I don't understand this argument. In fact, the set in this episode gives me big time Bride of Chaotica vibes. Also the costumes. Absolutely. I was just like, yeah, they went nuts on that episode. Uh, they're going nuts on this episode. And the lighting. Oh, I love 60s oh lighting and television. Oh, it's, so, it's so great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really delightful. Um, and I'm glad that we have decided to find a way to do t- original series episodes. This is... This is the only holiday themed, explicitly holiday themed Star Trek episode ever. Is it really? Yeah. And I'm, they don't even say Halloween. They say trick or treat. Right. They're pretty careful about being secular. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> come on. Halloween, yeah. that's not like Christmas or anything like that. <sighs> okay. So you want to know when this came out? This came out almost exactly 49 years ago. Really? I'm not, I'm not doing the math correctly there. I'm not. I'm straight up not. 44 years ago. 54 years ago. <laughs> 54 years ago. That's what it is. 54 years ago. Damn. Whoa, that's nuts. 54 that's years a, ago. October 27th. Over, over half a decade. 1967. Um, so watching this episode, you know what? We're, we've we've, tra- we've, we've introed everything. We're going to write this episode like it's a holic episode, as we normally do. Um, but we're not going to include it in our official rankings. Dylan's right, not here. Right. Dylan's not here. Our seatbelts are our buckled, seat but they're very, they're poor seatbelts. They're not very good seatbelts. No, and, they're like the first seatbelts in cars that yeah. were like a rope around your waist that like yeah. was barely tied into something. But exactly. like it saved your life 10% of the time, which was better than no percent of the time. Yeah. It's it's a pre-Ralph <laughs> Nader seatbelt. Seat right, uh, right. <laughs> Uh, and, um, you know, light up a cigarette, uh, <laughs> right in the, in the airplane, in the uh, airplane, because you can still smoke in airplanes. <laughs> yeah. And get ready to believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Man, they've been getting worse and worse. I feel like we need to up our game on The only thing we can consistently get is the seatbelt gets buckled. (laughs) Right. The seatbelt does. And I feel get like buckled. we should just drop that at some point. Like we should. <laughs> I think it's one of those things though where like it's so dumb and it sucks so much, but now it's just part of it and people would feel weird if it wasn't there. Right. Right. Because like I don't know. 
I wouldn't feel weird, but I'm sure our fans would. Our, our dozens of fans. Dozens. <laughs> we uh, we need about a hundred more fans we, in our we, Discord. I stand so. by this. <laughs> About a hundred, a hundred fans. One hundred more fans. <laughs> I feel bad because I've not been super active on the Discord lately because I've been on vacation ish. Yeah. Uh, not not a Dylan style vacation where he's actually on vacation, but one where I'm like seventy five percent on vacation. And it was my sister's wedding. Uh, it's a beautiful fall here. Congratulations to your sister. Congratulations to her as well. Yeah, they're still going strong. A week and a half. So feel good about it. Uh, that's yeah, good. But, that's yeah. good. That that's a good. That is a good sign for the marriage. I think I, I wanted to, to throw out some stuff here. You know, we don't normally do current events much. Uh, I but think I do there's like some t- good current events going on. Yeah, uh, but I I was looking at your your current events thing. Uh huh. And I had a question. Yeah. Did you want that song playing <laughs> while we talked about the first thing? I don't think I can do it so everybody on the stream could hear the song, unfortunately. <laughs> and I don't know if we would get into like DMCA trouble because like we didn't get the rights to the it. Permission to it. I think what we should do. Here's the thing. I found this song to give context. <laughs> yeah. I found this song when I was searching Reddit for this episode because sometimes people on Reddit have really interesting insights or not interesting insights. And somebody sampled this episode and made, I can't even describe this track. Um, uh, it's going. It's going to be in our Discord. So uh, our Discord. if you're not a part of the Discord, join it now. You can go to Trek to the Holodeck on Instagram, and on that Instagram, we have a link tree. That link yeah. tree has our Discord. Go to the oh Discord, and you can listen to this song. Uh, and I, what I'm going to do, Darius, is I'm going to send a message to the person who posted this on Reddit. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> this is it belongs to them. I uh, hope so. <laughs> and I'm going to say, look, do you do you mind if we use this on our podcast? Because it's very interesting. Nobody, I think, has ever done anything like this for this episode. It's very niche. <laughs> um, and I'll just, you know, and I'll just, I, I love it. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out there and see if they uh, if they're down for it. Um, let's just play it here, and I guess you can cut it out if we don't get the rights for it. <laughs> weird what people like i know totally what happened here is this person was watching this episode right. of star trek and they're like oh <laughs> their brain started doing the thing it's like wait hold on i got the perfect okay he pulls out the keyboard it's just it's so good <laughs> what do they know sensations this is a new world torture our specimens and that too is a new sensation. I find it stimulating. You're wrong! You're discarding everything we live by. I live by my own decisions. You're a weak fool, Connor. I have the power. But you're afraid to use it. Don't threaten me. It's just, it's so good. And it's. The artist is, I think, F U U T. Foot. Foot? 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 And uh, we'll 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 just shout them out. Um, Again, yeah. it's in the Discord. Go listen to it. Yeah, uh, and hopefully we can put it into the podcast, like a yeah. little section. Hopefully we can. 
this the, the other current event thing, the actual current event ish, is that the record for oldest man in space has been broken. It is now held by William, William Shatner. Shatner, Bill Shatner. Uh, man, I have such mixed feelings about this. Me too. Um, like, <laughs> uh, my biggest gripe right now. No, it's it, this is a joke. It's not my biggest gripe. Uh, but my biggest gripe right now is that officially Darius's biggest bri- gripe <laughs> was not wearing a uh, tr- Star Trek costume. He was not wearing his <laughs> yeah. captain's shirt when yep. he was in space. He was wearing a fucking uh, uh, dick uh, shirt, whatever that guy. Blue Origins. Uh, Blue Origins. Origin. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Amazon. Which might as well just be like a giant dick on a, a jumpsuit. Yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a shame. Did you see any of the like once they get off the the pod, the capsule no. stuff? I think I saw him getting off and hug somebody, and that was it. Yeah, he hugged somebody. I'm not sure who it is, but they they must be close. Um, and then he starts, you know, he's being Shatner, and I think this is the classic Shatner dichotomy of like you're being kind of a ham because you just you know came back from space right. and you're taking the spotlight and you're trying to talk about something, but at the same time, it's like very compelling ham hamminess. <laughs> let's, and let's, 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 uh, let's, um, qualify this low, low earth orbit. Yes. Not full space. <laughs> we're, we're space gatekeepers. We're, right. we're very <laughs> space. Keepers. Oh, and I only say that because it's, it's Jeff Bezos. Yeah. If it was like, if it was like NASA, and it wasn't like some rich billionaire's company. I'd say, yeah, you went to space. And this but is Bezos, clearly, yeah. Bezos, you didn't go to space. You went to low Earth orbit. So fuck and you. It's, it's clearly it's such a stunt. <laughs> and by the way, if Jeff Bezos says, "Hey, Jan, Darius, Dylan, you want to go to space?" I'd say no. You'd say no. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because it wouldn't be space. Because so many of the uh, employees at Blue Origin say like I would not go on his rocket there are so many things that can go wrong and I'm oh. terrified like <laughs> like he, apparently it's not as like is like safe as he wants wants oh, it to sound for sure I, yeah. and I know that here's the other thing you know Bezos has been bu- like everything else he's been bullying the US government letting right. him do stuff and like trying to hold back other companies and NASA so that sucks a lot and right. I'm not a I'm not a person who is so I'm not so cynical that I don't get excited about people going to space still. Like I think mm-hmm. commercial space travel is going to be part of this not I don't know if the solution is the right term, but you know, that's gonna be part of our future. Um but it does like I don't like the whole like billionaire space race is stupid. Uh they shouldn't be doing it at all. Um, I do know that it's like a big ego thing for these guys and that's stupid, but also like history has had some very interesting ha- things happen because of people's egos. Um, uh, my biggest issue I think behind it is the commoditization, I can't say that word, of space sure. where sure. it's like, again, it really comes down to this idea of like who owns uh, the rights and who owns the uh, the means, right? Uh, uh, Paramount because Plus. Paramount Plus, uh, because like, <laughs> um, once we get into this point of like billionaires going to space and they're the first ones going there and they're lobbying the government, and then we get to this point where it's like, all right, now who owns space? Like, because the whole idea of space originally was nobody owns it, 
it's it's for science and it's for exploration. But now we're starting to get into this idea of like, oh, well, yeah, but you're going to maybe own this portion. You'll have this portion. So like commoditizing it, I can't do that. Like I can't can't be about that. Like if if we're gonna make commercial space travel, it, it's it, it, I'm gonna socialize it and say it's the people's. Like, <laughs> I also think like if we're gonna have really truly successful long term space travel and expansion and exploration, we're gonna have to move past a capitalistic society. Not just because of what we talked about here, but like right. if let's you know one of the big things that's talked about is what if we could like rope in an asteroid and mine it. Because a single yeah. asteroid would have more raw metals than on the right. you know Earth. If that were to happen, it would absolutely crash all markets because the value of all these raw materials would go way down. There's there's scarcity loss, which by the way is not a bad thing. But it's not a bad thing. We but know I what would happen. would happen. What would happen is you know Amazon or or SpaceX or whoever Diamonds. would stake a claim. And they would artificially, yes, like diamonds, artificially control how much leaves. Right. And we would just be like, there's all this stuff up there. And they're like, right. yeah, but you know, we need to make a profit. So <laughs> <Right. we're- laughs> yeah, no diamonds, 100% diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Diamonds in space. Diamonds in That's, space. And they would uh, so yeah, we have get to some do diamonds that. And stuff um, but that. you know what? People in the 60s, you know, at the height of the Vietnam War in 1969, they were saying stuff like, what are we doing going to space? It's a waste of money. We should be focused on our problems on Earth. And people still say this sort of thing. And I think it's a very cynical way to look at things. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can absolutely be critical. Freaking Jeff Bezos, one of the most, I mean, the closest thing to a Bond villain we have alive right now. Uh, him and Elon Musk are, are c- competing for that. Uh, but yeah. overall, you know what? <laughs> We put Captain Kirk in low Earth orbit, so that's right. kind of cool. Some, somebody yeah. did it. I mean, there is that. There is that. I I literally just saw it today. I don't know who posted it, um, but like Gorbachev and uh, what's his name during the Cold War, Reagan. like called a brief truce because they're like, well, if aliens are real. We got to fight aliens. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, our problems actually don't matter if there's like someone coming to Earth. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like. It kind of does matter going to space. It does bring people together. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very easy on the Twitter sphere, especially to just the first take is this most cynical take. You know, how, how like it's like kids smoking behind the bleachers takes. That's what Twitter (laughs) takes are, you know, like, oh yeah. (laughs) They're contrarian takes too. It's a bald guy and a 90 year old went to space. Who cares? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to die from lung cancer in 20 years, anyways. Yeah. Who cares? Um, the one more like, uh, current event, current events thing is, uh, Russia just landed there. Um, they sent an actress and a producer to space to mm-hmm. shoot a movie in space about a, um, doctor who goes to space to operate on an alien cosmonaut. And they spent f- 12 days shooting on the international, the Russian portion of the international space station. Yeah. You want to know why they did it? Because of the IATS, because they strike? wanted to beat the United oh. States to filming a movie in space. Because yeah. there is currently uh, a a plan in Hollywood to send Tom Cruise to space to shoot a movie. Yes. Okay. 
so this is the new space race is who absolutely. is absolutely. So they have the first, you know, set of scenes filmed in space, but we're yes. going to do the first, um, Tom Cruise stunt in space, which is its own tier of filmmaking. You know, you know, what's going to happen is it's going to be a mission impossible movie. Yes. Tom Cruise is going to skydive from low earth orbit. Oh. And like, So there's going to be a whole section that takes place on like the International Space Station. Yeah. Then they're going to be leaving the International Space Station. Tom Cruise is going to jump out of a a fucking thing. In his classic pose. Right. In like as low (laughs) Earth orbit as possible and like fall backwards. Yeah. And do the like Red Bull like uh, uh, highest skydive. Yeah. Thing. And then he'll die. And then we'll be like, oh my God, this movie, I want to watch it and I don't. And like. (laughs) I don't think that that would even kill Tom Cruise. I don't think Tom Cruise will ever die. I, I'm convinced uh, he drank from some sort of, you know, Indiana Jones, yeah, thing. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, you know, hats <laughs> off to you, Putin. But we'll see you when Tom Cruise crashes. I kind of want to see this movie now, though. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Totally. Anyways, that's our current events section that we will do every once in a while when we have current events. When there's stuff to talk about, yeah. This episode that came out 54 years ago, though, not yeah. current, uh, was no. written by Robert Bloch. And yeah. a little fun bit of trivia about him. He wrote a few episodes of the original series. They were all based on short stories he had already written. This one was based on a short story called Broomstick Ride, <laughs> which is very witchy. <laughs> yeah. He also is known for, more significantly, writing the novel for Psycho. And Mm -hmm. as we know, there's a TNG episode that is written by the guy who adapted Psycho for the screen, Joseph Stefano. That's Skin of Evil. So, And we've done Skin of Evil. We've done Skin of Evil. So go listen to that. Yeah. (laughs) You just go back in the logs. Right. Uh, That's a fun one. That's with Armas. Hey, uh, while I was searching for this episode to watch it, I had to go to Paramount Plus. Uh Um but I did search on Netflix and TNG and Deep Space Nine are still on Netflix. Are you sure so, that's not just on your cache? Are you sure that's absolutely not just in your cache? still sure because I watched the DS9 episode we did recently on Netflix. How is that possible? I can't. I think it's Mine, a contract I, thing. It's a contract be. thing. But they pulled Voyager. They're like, uh-uh, Voyager's too popular. We're taking it back to Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, that one really has that sitcom-y feel. Like you can you can just have that on the back in the background. Uh, right. But TNG and NB as well. Uh, Dylan, that's so weird. Here's here here's here's some news from Dylan. I got a phone call from him yesterday uh-huh. as we're talking about Paramount Plus. Uh, <laughs> he's at a film festival mm-hmm. in New Mexico, and this is where he actually is, uh, debuting <laughs> one of his short films. Um, uh, and he was schmoozing his way with all the other filmmakers in Hollywood, being all Hollywoody. Yep. Uh, and he met somebody who is a programmer at Paramount Plus. And Dylan was like, "Hey, dude, skip what intro? is the deal with not having a skip intro <laughs> button?" And the guy told him, uh, "We have to go in and do that manually." Yep. Uh, and it. there is there is there is nobody assigned to that. So, <laughs> well, uh, there are three gentlemen who 
would very happily do the stupid copy and paste grunt work of, okay, at six minutes and 31 seconds, skip intro button. Skip intro button. That is, um, a, that is an intern's job. You know, an intern getting paid $15 an hour right, job. Right. They can do that in a month. Less. Oh, my God. They can so, do that in a week. Dylan, Dylan's going to maybe try to rope him into coming on the podcast and defending it. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> and I think we talked about this too. Like all the new stuff has skip intros because I'm sure when they upload it, they're like, and we'll just go ahead the and editor. do it. Yeah. I'm already the editor there. probably, or the AE probably does it. You think that, you know, Paramount Plus is not the best and it's, it's just the most, you see the cracks in the interface a lot more than any other streaming service. Yeah. Uh, especially when it's like, this is where the commercials would be if you weren't paying $10 a month. <laughs> right. You see the little, the, uh, at least on the Chromecast, I see the little thing spin around. It's like, I, this <laughs> never happens on Hulu. <laughs> oh, by the way, you can also watch Star Trek on Hulu. They still are there. So if you have Hulu, watch it on Hulu. Uh, I believe. Smoother. Uh, doesn't uh, Viacom still have a bit of Hulu, a bit of Hulu? Yeah, they got like a seven percent cut. Or something. I know Disney bought out. Uh, who was it? NBC uh, and man, was it NBC or Fox? Fox. Oh, Fox, obviously, because they, they bought, bought out Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah, and they oh they it was Comcast had some of it, which is and NBC, right? I believe so. Yeah, and Comcast was like. They basically sold their share to, they sold the controlling aspect of their share to Disney. But they're like, we're still going to get money off of it, but you can control it. Like, interesting. <laughs> I, why would you ever sell anything to Disney? I think you got to uh, fight the good fight. I think so too. But if Disney came to you and said, like, I'm going to give you uh, $65 million for this. Like they have repeatedly sent, I, I haven't told you and Dylan this, but Disney has come to me offering millions upon millions of dollars for exclusive rights to our podcast. But we have a, a very ironclad contract with Indiesaurus. That's uh, interesting because like they've come to me too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I sold it. Like I immediately sold was like, let's sell. And Uh-oh. they're like, well, we can't because like your other two podcast yeah. hosts said we have no. to concur. Yeah. And Dylan's I, been I, AWOL. So I'm sure he hasn't right. even seen the mail. There's he hasn't a pile of mail. his email. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell out to Disney. I would. I would. Unfortunately, I here's the deal. It's because like, it's so dangerous, right? Because <laughs> I feel like, and I I could be wrong on this, but I feel like with the right marketing department, uh-huh. you could make more money not selling to Disney, but having Disney offer you money, yeah, than selling to Disney. Like turning Disney down and having the right marketing department, I think would make you more money than. Then Disney would pay you for I your feel product. Like, I feel like that's how Snapchat felt about turning Facebook down. Right. And then we'll look where Facebook's at now. Well, they're still dominating the market, but what a horrible company! Uh, <laughs> uh, they're dominating the market, but uh, only by like like choking out the market. Like yeah. nobody likes Facebook. No. Nobody. I I, like I haven't met anybody who likes Facebook. Like. Yeah. Even people who even the like people Facebook like my mom hate who Facebook. are on Facebook all the time yes. is like I know I should I know I shouldn't and I don't like it. It's like, like smoking. Yeah, I, I really do think Facebook <laughs> and most social media is like sp- cigarette smoking was in the sixties and seventies where it's like the studies came out and it's like oh this yeah. is bad for you. It's like yeah, but I'm just I just love to do it. I just love <laughs> yeah. to check. I love to I click need on the red dots. Yeah. Like, I need it. <laughs> Uh, and then Star TikTok Trek. came along and they're yeah. like vaping. 
Um, oh yeah, TikTok is definitely vaping and sending and sending your data to China. But you know who cares? They're yeah. already doing. That. Well, that's what happens when you vape, right? They just send all of your bio data to your China. lung data. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get through this. We're gonna. We're gonna get me. through this. We have to. I thought we you and I to. would be more focused than being Dylan, <laughs> no. but we're actually less. No. <laughs> all right, you do the director. Okay. Uh, the director of this was Joseph Joseph Pevney. Joseph Pevney. Nice. Nice. I know Dylan's not here, but Pevney. Pevney. Um, directed fifteen episodes of TOS, including Arena, City on the Edge of Forever. Trouble with the Tribbles. Three classics right there. Yeah. Three classics, yeah. And okay, so this is a... We have had his music on before. We didn't come up with a thing, but I just thought of one. It's the easiest, did you, did lowest... You like, did, you, did you like... Uh, are, is this your idea of this, what we should call him? This is my idea, okay? <laughs> when I say this, you put in the sound of fries going into <laughs> oil... At a fast at a KFC, our sponsor. Okay. Uh, can I say it though? <laughs> yeah, you should. Because I have a, I have like a, an idea on how to say it. Okay. Yeah. Please do. The music was done by Gerald Fried, Deep Fried, Deep Fried. <laughs> I hope that you're you're gonna find a great. I'm sure there's a great sound effect of fries <laughs> falling into going into oil. Deep fried. Man, I I want to do one of those uh, like fast food commercials. That's like huh. way too close up on the food. Mm-hmm. The sound effects make you Sweaty feel so food. uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. But and then you have like the deep voice being like deep fried, Gerald deep, deep fried, Gerald <laughs> deep fried, and it's a, it's a track from Star, Star Trek the original series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or uh, even the the song that we talked about earlier. Oh as yeah, the track. <laughs> yes, "Powerful Sensations" by Foot. Foot. Oh man! All right, let's do, let's do the thirty second recap. Let's actually do something about this episode. <laughs> let's 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 jump in. I here. think last week Mark did it. Our guest, yes. who was a fabulous guest. Thank you so much again. Yeah, love Mark, having for Mark on. on. I'm sure he'll be on again. Oh no, he will absolutely be on again. Um, but this week, uh, it's Jan. Yep. Uh, since we don't have a guest. Yep. Um, I, so I will recap this episode. I will try to recap this episode in 30 seconds or less. Yeah. One second. Uh, I did not have a timer set up. I always never have a timer set up. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. <clears throat> Scotty and Sulu are trapped on a spooky planet. So Kirk and Spock go down there after one of the people on the away team beams up on the Enterprise and dies. And it's a very spooky planet uh, where uh, um, uh, a man and his trophy wife are playing haunted house games. And uh, Kirk kisses the lady into freeing them. And there's a giant cat. Nobody bangs. Uh, and oh, yeah. And there's a French dude who's on in command of the Enterprise for a Bam. while. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I hey, could I not you tell you most of the stuff there. Yeah. What, what was the objective of the, are they swingers? What's going on with these aliens? They're, it, it was very much like the two of them showed up at this planet. They were like, let's trap these humans. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like the alien, this alien race is like, we learn things through, uh, reading these people's minds. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
she uh, they were like great Sylvia. this is gonna be awesome we love each other we're here by ourselves we're gonna do this thing like yeah and then she's just like oh my god heroin is amazing and it was and he's like hey whoa no this was just a, a fact-finding thing and she's like nope i'm only gonna do heroin from now on and he's like no you like you've lost it you're trying you're you're like robbing these people to get money to do heroin and she's like nope I'm doing it. And he's like, leave, go people get out of here. She's lost her mind. That's, yeah. that's what it was. It, and the heroin being the like human F- thoughts human and emotions, pow- lust for power and feeling and yeah. And yeah. So like the moral of this story in the twilight zone sense sense is that only humans can handle being human. Any other species would be overwhelmed. I, by I don't even know about that because we've seen human characters have a similar thing. It's yeah. this idea that like when you don't have power and you get this taste of power and you let it like, you let it go too far. Yeah. Like, I and I don't think that she was particularly bad. I think she's like this, this feeling of like sensation just kind of like took, took over her mind. That's Sylvia played by Antoinette Bauer a German-American actor. And uh, she was very fun, very 60s. Uh, yeah. I feel like this, I know that Bride of Chaotica is more about 1930s and 40s serials, but it re- her character really reminded me of of that yeah. vibe. Even So this is 60s, but she's very glam. Yeah. She's yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, Korob, her, her partner. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just say Korob's wand yes. is like, peak 60s uh like um prop where you're like that's dumb that's so it? dumb it's a stick it's with a, a light ball. at the end <laughs> it's a stick with a light at the end of it but it's not just a stick with a light it's like a stick with a ball on the end of it yeah it's not like just the tip <laughs> is lit it's like a bulbous yeah. <laughs> it's not a scepter though um just okay so Korob, played by theo marcuse mm-hmm. uh is wearing a costume by the way that was featured. It was originally on Gilligan's Island. Oh, really? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. If you scroll down in our notes and we'll post it in a discord, but somebody on, I think Facebook at some point commented. I mean, it's common knowledge now, but there's this shot of the same costume being used in Gilligan's Island. Why didn't they just use the same wand? <laughs> With the star at the end? With the star at the end. <laughs> They're like the costume design that they did. And actually, the one it had been in a closet, and it had chipped off. And they're like, ah, uh, I'm back. I thought this um, was going to be easy. I mean, this this does play into the fact that like th- they didn't have a lot of money. They were no. just like, yeah, put them in that costume. Yep, this is on the Desi Lu production. Budget. These shows were on air around the same time, though, weren't they? I think I think this episode of Gilligan's Island came on a couple years earlier. So yes. And let's remember also at the time you once you once an episode aired that was it for a while like yeah. years until yeah. it gets reruns syndication somewhere else right could so you probably, imagine reusing a, a costume in today's <laughs> hey we're gonna put you in the i mean they do it for background actors all the time but for like a main like featured extra or like or yeah main character like hey we're gonna put you in this costume oh i saw that costume last week like yeah. <laughs> I think honestly, Discovery and Picard should do that. They should do that more. 
<laughs> they sh- just just to you know just to be as annoying as uh, <laughs> as these old shows were. They should reuse sets. They should reuse planets. They should reuse everything a lot more. And people should complain about it. And they'll go ah, but you said you want it to you be said, more like classic Trek, right? You said you kept saying this is not my Star Trek. <laughs> this is Star Trek. Talk about horniness in Star Trek. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean. Very the horny minute, episode. The minute the cat walks out of the room, I mean, I know this is what we would technically call holiday content, but the minute the cat walks out of the room and walks back in as somebody who is not male, William Shatner yeah. stands up. He's like, oh, like Kirk stands up. Oh, a lady. It's a lady. <laughs> it's a lady cat. So Sylvia was the cat. What? Was she, is this a question? Yes. Yes. Okay. She was. Yes. Okay. This was like a I turn into a cat situation. Yeah. And I, I, I felt that, but I wasn't a hundred percent because of the, you know, the way they had to cut around filming a cat, trying to get a cat to do what they wanted to do. This is the (laughs) dumbest, but like this, this in and of itself, even if this wasn't an original series episode would make my camp score five. Yes. (laughs) It's incredible. We'll talk more about it in a bit. And I think we're just going to fly through the the non-holodeck bits, but the cat, everything about the cat, <laughs> incredible, just stellar. And last, last guest star shout out, which has something to do with something I was going to talk about. Yes, is Michael Barrier. He played DeSalle, um, chief uh, assistant chief engineer DeSalle. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was retired. He retired from acting in 1969 to go to law school. Was a lawyer in the U.S. Coast Guard in Long Beach. I mean, hey, if that was what you did for a while and then you moved on, I guess I guess you knew you weren't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, the best I could... I was on three episodes of Star Trek. I finally got my promotion to assistant chief engineer. Uh, so I was and, watching this episode yeah. and I, I guess I missed the beginning of... I didn't catch that it was Sulu and Scotty I thought it was just somebody in Sulu yeah. and so when we get Kirk's like uh, captain's log and he's like I left the Enterprise in the hands of uh, assistant chief engineer DeSalle I was like where the fuck Scotty did Scotty <laughs> just did you just like leave the Enterprise no. Scotty's go, hey, finally Scotty, look, he's uh, PTOing <laughs> uh, he's, he's in New Mexico premiering his short film <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> this guy is like—he makes all the right moves. He's That's he's almost—he's so cookie cutter, perfect Starfleet. Like I kept right. waiting for the moment where he was going to do something, and every, like Chekhov, like side eyes him, or Uhura's like, "That's not what Kirk would do." But nope, he's just like, "Okay, uh, standard procedure. Let's try to find a way to communicate with them back on the planet." Except for the one time that I feel like um, Chekhov got really surly with him and he like tells Chekhov to do something oh, and Chekhov's yeah. just like, no, I know how to do that. I'm not green. Like I'm not I'm as not green as you green. think I am, yeah. dude. Like, well, this is, which this is, also felt like to me where Chekhov's just like, I hate this guy. Why is this guy up here? Can you send him back down to engineering, please? <laughs> I think this ties in a bit to, this is the introduction to the character of Chekhov. This is the first, his first appearance on Star Trek. Is it really? Yeah. So this is a oh. new character that they're introducing. And it is funny that Michael Barrier 
you know, finally gets his promotion, but like Chekhov ends up being on the show and in all the movies. Uh, (laughs) This is also the first episode where everybody who's in all the original series movies is on the show. So interesting. Yeah. A lot of firsts here. Chekhov's hair. It's a wig in this episode. It's absolutely a wig, but you can tell it's a wig. It's huge. Yes. His hair is huge. It's like (laughs) the epitome of helmet. Like, (laughs) yes, it's, it's very bad. It's like it is bad. Now, for those who who may not know this little bit of trivia, it's a very commonly well known bit of trivia. But you know, you should you should know it. And it it's that the Monkees were an incredibly popular band at this time, uh, and the Monkees were just a very classic nineteen like nineteen sixties band with they're very a TV young boys band though. Yeah, they're, they're a TV, TV they're fake. Like yeah, <laughs> they were a band made for a show that ended up becoming popular, so they ended up playing concerts like. <laughs> So they, I don't know who it was, probably Gene. Let's just, let's just assume it's Gene. It's like, we need to get one of those monkeys on the Enterprise. <laughs> Excuse me? The, oh, the uh, monkeys. You see that, like the prop master rolling his eyes like, fuck, we just did that episode with the tigers and the, they didn't even use the elephant. Like, no, no, no. I mean, the band. The guys from the band, the monkeys. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just got a shitty oh, wig. I'll yeah, throw that yeah. on the guy. <laughs> do you want to comb it no no not at all um, but apparently they the monkeys made, they, were a show yeah. making fun of the beatles basically yeah like it was a spoof on the beatles that actually became popular if you don't know the monkeys if you don't know the monkeys who doesn't uh, know well, the monkeys we're good i don't super know the monkeys i just know hey, the, monkeys. the monkeys i mostly know the monkeys through the lens of chekhov <laughs> uh, but yeah, good, good uh, career bump for Walter Koenig. Ken, Koenig, I think. Yeah, Koenig. Yeah. Uh, who's, yeah. Uh, I kind of wish is. now, I kind of wish now that there was a scene in uh, the J.J. Abrams reboots where, um, what's his name? Anton Yelchin. Just, Anton Yelchin just had a giant wig on for some reason. Yeah. Like it would have been such a great callback <laughs> for yeah for for us to talk about in a podcast <laughs> a decade later. I think you know the the casting for those movies was really great in the sense that all those actors are great. Like so many of them have had good careers and um really fit the vibe of the characters, but vis- physically visually do not really match. Like Chris Pine is the closest I think to Kirk. Um, yeah. Even Zachary Quinto has a very different hair. Yelchin a little bit. Like he has the energy, but his hair's curly. Right. No, I know. But like um Zachary Quinto definitely did not look like Spock. He no. he captured Spock, but he yes. did, does not look like Spock. Uh, Zoe Saldana, like, uh very different than Michelle right. Nichols. Right. Uh, I think it's a, this is actually something that the Strange New World show is going to be is has been doing a better job of so far. Um mm-hmm. But all those actors are great, and Anton Yelchin, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, sad loss. Uh, and speaking of people, since we're on a bummer train, uh, <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> piece of trivia. Uh, the actor who played Korob, Theo Marcus, died a month after this episode aired. Wow. Yeah. He was like, he was, he peaked. He was on top. Yeah. Yeah. He did, this this episode definitely has a little bride of chaotic, bride of chaotic vibes because like totally. this guy uh, Theo Marcuse has the same vibe as uh, what's his name 
um, uh, not cha- yeah, Chaotica, Chaotica, Chaotica. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like Arachnia. He's like, right. he loves his wife so much. He loves this lady right. so much, so much. Right. Uh, but she gets <laughs> seduced by Kirk. There's this, I love how Kirk has goes through, well, we'll talk about it later. Sorry. We're, I'm still thinking we of holiday stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> uh, to, I will say, okay. So just to give you guys an idea of how, 60s spooky like bewitched this episode is there's a there is a prop in this episode that is the enterprise at the end of like a chain hand size it's so great like a keychain thing <laughs> and she's it's like, like a necklace <laughs> yeah and she's swinging it over a candle there and thus meanwhile on the actual enterprise the temperature is going up and everybody's like, it's very hot in here. What's going on down there, Captain? And all Kirk has to do is kind of just like snatch it from her hand. Right, right. But he's standing right next to her. He's like, stop it. Stop it. You're making stop. my crew hot. You're making stop. my crew warm. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, the, uh, this is. Is there anything else to talk about off of the. There's not a lot that goes on off of the holodeck other than like uh check off doing check off things ahura doing ahura things and then uh assistant chief engineer desal just getting to be in charge we'll say that desal again he's so cookie cutter and he says some things that i think are just have aged very poorly it's like a, yeah. an idiom that has never that never <laughs> caught on it was probably obscure at the time he says I'll bet you credits to Navy Beans. Oh my god! I I heard that and was like, "Oh, gotta file that one away." Credits yeah. to Navy Beans. Credits to Navy Beans. <laughs> That's like a key phrase there. Credits to Navy Beans. Which also, like, in a post scarcity society, <laughs> what are we betting? Like, what's anything, going at? Yeah, anything like that has just got to be really <laughs> weird and, and alien to be like, what right. is he? Oh, he's talking about, it's like a transaction. Well, what's a transaction? Right. It's when you want a good and another person has it and you don't have it and you have something that they might want. So you might do an exchange. Right. Oh, okay, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. Very quaint. Very quaint. <laughs> uh, Which uh, I thought was very fun. I know it's on the on the holodeck technically, but uh, where they were just like, what about all of these things? And they're like, Rubies, gems, like gems. What? What about them? And what, then the, Kirk's just like, we could create these on our ship. Like, who fucking care. cares? Yeah, like <laughs> this is just stuff. And they're like, oh, sorry, human. Okay, so I, here's some stuff. Okay, so this episode takes place according to the star date between shore leave and a different episode. I forget which. So this is actually supposed to be happening in season one. So that's a little. Mm-hmm. Thing, but obviously you can't have this episode and then shore leave. And then no. this was the f- this is the first episode in the production order for this season. But obviously yeah. because it was so Halloween themed, they pushed it to the seventh episode. Yeah, because if season. you look at Memory Alpha, they say it's season two, episode one. Yeah, but if you go, it's episode seven. Like, yeah, because they wanted to release it right. You know, it's spooky time. Uh, but I hey, like trick or I treat, wanna, baby. I want to think that on the Enterprise, <laughs> somebody sent out like an email and was like, "Hey, 
this year we're doing trick or treat. It's a 20th, 21st century <laughs> holiday. This is what you have to do. And like, and that's why it's on everybody's mind. And that's why Korob and Sylvia right. are like, oh, we're this is what these people do. Like we're doing spooky stuff. <laughs> uh, there's also this like random shot that they reuse from the original pilot pilot uh, where there's a red alert and people are walking across the screen. But uh-huh. it's stock footage, and they're using the the unused uniform with like the fur the the, the furly collar. I this didn't is the see last it. time I saw. I know the shot you're talking about it, but I didn't yeah. notice like that because it, it's. <laughs> I think they punched in too, so it's barely <laughs> noticeable. But in my head canon, people were like, "Oh, for, for what are you doing for trick or treat? Oh, I'm I'm uh I'm dressing up in the old uniforms. Oh, you kept yours? Yeah, yeah, I kept mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we didn't like they gave them to us and then told us to to burn them like <laughs> yeah but I kept we mine. never actually wore them i know i kept mine i get mine you can get court marshaled for that yeah that's I not know. <laughs> okay there's a red alert right now yeah nobody's gonna notice just <laughs> that's it that's all i can think of just this is just a silly goofy star trek episode it, I don't, I don't it, it was eat. it was a bit of a snoozer at times but i actually kind of enjoyed it like it's it's just, it's this classic original series thing where it's like, look, if you're not ready for it, it'll it's going to be a snoozer just because pace was completely different at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's why I when I texted you, I was like, man, this one's a snoozer. But the, you, you were like, I loved it. I'm like, maybe I would have loved it if I didn't hold it to the standard that I did today. You know, uh, I I think I loved it because. Of- it was so 60s. Like, yeah. it had that feeling of, like, Bewitched and, like, all yeah. these shows that I watched on uh, TV land as a kid. Like, Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The, and the colors were so... Uh, right. I love the colors right. in this episode. Uh, do you want to pop uh, in the archives real quick? And uh, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. And just so you know, this is, uh, this is what's happened on the Enterprise that you didn't see in the episode. It's a little snippet. Right, right. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, uh, oh, uh, hi, Pert. Commander DeSaul. I... Right? Yep. Uh, Pert? Yes, Pert Lewis. Ensign Pert Lewis. <laughs> you... Are we the only ones going trick or treating and then to the party? Or I, I think I think so. What is what is going on with your hair? Pert, it's uh, Pert. It's me. It's it's Tom. Oh Tom oh Space. Tom, yeah Tom, Tom Space. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, your wig was just so big, and I just assumed you were, and you're wearing Desal's assistant chief engineer uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me take off this coonskin cap. What? It's me, Lopec. Lopec? Yeah. I dressed as Pert. Wow. You, you, that was like a perfect Pert. Yeah. Like I, I call it my Pert. My, my Pertect. Perfect? Per- perfect. Perfect. It is a perfect what about, impression. What about, what about Pert Fit? Your Ooh, Pert Fit. It is a Pert Fit. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I am wearing next, one of his uniforms. Next time we see Pert. Which I'm not seeing. I keep thinking I'm seeing Pert. Next time we see Pert for his clothing brand, yeah, we got to tell him that he's got to call it the Pert Fit. The Pert Fit. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so the yes, perfect uh, Pert Fit. The Pert Fit. Oh man, that's Pert so fit. good. I'm so sad he's not here to hear that. 
I'm sorry. I keep feeling like I need to be at attention because you look like assistant chief engineer Dasal. What if I take the chin off? If I take the chin off? Is oh, that, that is why. Yes. Okay. I see yeah. it now. Yeah. He's got such a stronger chin than I do. So I, yeah, yeah. I replicated a fake chin. Yeah. You, you barely have any chin now that I look at your face. It's yeah. You a, That's why I wear facial a, hair a lot of the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. To, it to helps be honest, the definition I, of my chin. Yeah. I assumed you were from the mirror universe. If I were to, if I were to be completely honest. What? Why? Because of the facial hair. Oh, right, 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 right. And you have yeah, a, no, so much no. trouble fitting in and you don't understand how a hierarchy works or how to like actually move up in the ranks. And Is that how you see me? Is that really how you see me? I mean, I just dressed up as Lieutenant uh, uh, Assistant Desal. Chief Engineer Dassault because I knew that Dassault was put in charge of the Enterprise, well, which means he's next on the list. Like, it, uh, God forbid... If, if uh, Scotty gets you know killed or, or lost or anything like that, yeah, Dasal's next. That is, see, that's exactly what I what I'm talking about. It doesn't. That's not exactly like even if Dasal were next, the actual Dasal would be in charge of the Enterprise and not you dressed up as him in that well, ridiculous no, he, way. I would, I I wouldn't be in charge. In obviously, Dasal would be, but Dasal would be like, this was my way of like getting like to be friends with the And so if i'm friends gotcha. with the saw the becomes in charge of the enterprise at some point then he's gonna see me and he's gonna be like right i need to have that guy on the bridge with me my right hand man like oh excuse me hold on this person's yes oh uh okay thank you for all of this platinum sorry people keep walking up to me and saying here's the money i owe you i guess because that's weird a lot of people owe pert money i guess right didn't we so uh, a quick question weren't we gonna wasn't the plan to go trick-or-treating yeah and then to have a party yeah i but uh, me, that was like the, people were supposed to show up like 20 minutes ago yeah 17 i was showing hours. up fashionably late yeah, me me too uh let me see if the computer has any information nope okay i don't have access to this computer I hate this computer on this ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you just want to, I mean, we're in front of, I'm going to be, yeah, her, let's just, let's her try her it. Quarters here and we'll just, doo -doo -doo. trick or treat. Trick or treat. No, it's, I'm not this all. Uh, uh, no, Uhura, you don't, you don't need to give me money. This is a costume. I am, I am dressed as Pert Lewis. Uh, we're trick-or-treating. We are trick-or-treating. No? Okay. Uh, have a nice evening. Okay. I didn't even realize that her light was off. Yeah. Nah, that's. Um, Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Walking down the hallway <sighs> yeah. here, I didn't see any lights on. Are we just not yeah. doing trick-or-treating anymore? Is I that think, what's going I on? I think they have the nocturnal lights on. We only use these like once a year. I don't know why we're yeah. doing it now. Okay, um, well, I'm going to find Pert because uh, I have Wait, so hold on. many... What's what? this? It's a flyer. What does it say? It says, welcome to the Spooky Pert Bash. Spooky Pert Bash. For now. Wait. Pert threw a party without us. He Did, did he not want us to go because we would embarrass him? It's expensive to get in. 
that's why everybody's been giving me latinum because they're they're trying they think it's the fee to get into the party right right okay. little do they know they're gonna have to pay that latinum again when they're they gonna get have to there pay it again okay all do right you go we have all this latinum uh yeah okay let's go we'll go to it says they're even gonna do the choo-choo dance they're doing the choo-choo dance yeah okay hey hold hold <laughs> hold that turbo lift hold that turbo lift that's it's assist assistant chief engineer okay it's I, I'm enjoying doing these without Dylan because we're still my, the character still of Pert feel, is still present. <laughs> still somehow. present. My I feel like I do this more often than not. That my premises for sketches or improv are always funnier in my mind and are always funnier when I like talk about them than they are if you actually like acted them out. Like to me, it's hilarious that we can't understand. Like our costumes are so perfect. <laughs> that we don't know. I'm still laughing about it in my head. It's, but you can't improvise that over it's a, a podcast. It's a and visual have it gag. Be funny because it's such a visual gag. We need the audio description, you know, of like, uh, per, uh, sorry, Tom Space dressed <laughs> impeccably as Dasal, but not really, very clearly <laughs> pasted on chin and big monkey's wig for some reason. <laughs> Speaking and, of visual gags. <laughs> How about, and I know it's not, we should have talked about this earlier, but how about that visual gag of him beaming on to, beaming back up from the planet, standing yeah. for a second With and then his very eyes open. obviously falling <laughs> over. <laughs> oh, Which made Jackson. Me miss, it made me miss that like very obvious physicalness that we yes. like have lost in television because we've wanted to make it so real and yeah. as real as possible yeah. that like, we're like, that wouldn't happen. Like he wouldn't like stand up for a second and then like <laughs> flop over. over like a noodle. Like <laughs> this is making me think too of the other side of this. Like our co-rob and Sylvia, like, okay, okay just hold him up. Hold him up straight. Keep his eyes open. Keep his eyes open. Is he's dead, right? Oh yeah. I killed him. <laughs> oh, okay. He's yeah, so hold dead. his body. Oh, they're beating him up. They're beating him up. Get, oh. I got it. Like, let go. And he's just like standing perfectly. It's like, yes, it worked. And like they high five. Beams on the Enterprise. We're like, oh, Jackson. He's like, what? Oh. <laughs> if I had a dime every time, a nickel, every time somebody transported on the Enterprise and immediately was dead. <laughs> Which also I, makes me think of the, the fight that happens in the holodeck. And there's uh -huh. the very obvious punch that uh, Kirk throws, and it does not hit him. Oh, like, it, uh, McCoy, he, when he's fighting McCoy? McCoy. It's very obvious, a fake yes. punch, but they didn't get the angle right. But no. they're like, keep it, just keep like, it. We, like, we, <laughs> we're, like, we got one more reel left, and we got two scenes to shoot. So right, <laughs> that's right. the one. Shatner's <laughs> <laughs> like, let me, let me do it again. <laughs> I want to hit him this time. And DeForest is like, we're good. I think we got it. Uh, also, the, the visual gag... And it's not even a gag. It's just William Shatner being William Shatner. But like the visuals of William Shatner jumping over that hole in the hallway multiple times in different yes. ways yes. is very funny to me. <laughs> the, just the difference in these actors. Like the way that Leonard Nimoy, you know when he pulls himself up out of the hole? He does uh -huh. it so like logically and gracefully. Right. And he's just kind of like, it's like, okay, Leonard Nimoy does pull-ups and push-ups. Like- Right. He is fit. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and and Kirk and just like a kid just running like over the out. Yeah. <laughs> The it's fact so that, great. The fact that like William, the fact that Kirk in his mind was like, "Yeah, I'll push the bed underneath the hole. I'll jump on the bed to get up to the Perfect. to the top of the hole." Perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, the the whole Spock's attitude the whole time they're on this planet is just like, "I don't want to be here." Right. It's like he's at the party and he's like, "I just I don't want." Like, there's a there's this scene at the table, you know, when the the rube they put like, yeah. oh, there's there's all this food. It's like, oh, you don't like food? Here's the rubies, and they're just like, "Come on, man!" And like Spock the whole time is just sitting there looking down with his arms crossed. <laughs> he's just like, "I cannot wait until we are done so with this stupid un- away logical. mission." Like, <laughs> none of this is logical. I'm not human, so your stuff isn't relevant to me culturally. Right. <laughs> Maybe read my mind. <laughs> He's like, these aliens are so dumb that they think that they're reading your conscious, but they're reading your subconscious. Like <laughs> they can't even tell the difference between subconscious and conscious. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, this could have been much spookier. I'm glad it's not because it's wonderfully yeah. campy this way. But like the they referenced the old ones, which is. A Lovecraft reference, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, as we know, Cthulhu is the old is a cold one, an old one, and yeah. they're like scary cuttlefish monsters. And then at right. the end of the episode, when like the holodeck simulation is forced off, what are they? They're these they're two little, little cuttlefish things. puppets. <laughs> they're they, they're feathers, but they have like little tentacles in the front. Oh, I think they, God. and then they just. <laughs> They like sizzle like they're they on die. a Korean barbecue grill. Like, yeah, like what happened? Because, <laughs> because Korob gets okay. Hold on, we have to talk about the cat sequence. <laughs> the cat sequence. No, the cat doesn't turn into a tiger. Doesn't turn into a lion. Not even a panther. They just took a house cat, shone a light on it, so that the. <laughs> The, 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 shadow. the shadow is huge. And then they do some weird plates to make a giant cat reaching through the door. <laughs> they they created, think about this, Darius. They created a to-scale hallway for a cat. <laughs> and they found I don't that, think they did. They don't? Did they? They did. I There's a know. scene where like the cat is going through no, the I hallway. Know. I know. I I couldn't tell if it was a model or if they did like weird like shoot the hallway, shoot the cat walking with the door open oh. and then plate it in front. Like I, I think I think that would have been too hard to plate that because yeah. with the lighting and stuff. Now there is the shot where the cat pushes the door onto Korob and yeah. then is like meowing through the door, <laughs> and that's clearly. A composition of the oh, plate God. in the background, and and that that was the moment where I was like, okay, I can fuck with this episode. This is this is good. This is great. Like they like that's the po- that's the moment where you're like, oh yeah, these aliens are incompetent. They they're so know. bad. Like like they didn't even they just blew up a cat a how like it's a giant house cat it's not even a panther it's not even a lion or a tiger like no. <laughs> there's a there's a moment where leonard nimoy as spock delivers this line completely deadpan where he's like it is the most what is it like it is the most vicious predator Fierce on earth or predator Fierce, on earth yeah, yeah. <laughs> the saber-toothed tiger the te- the the lion the house the di- cat, cat. <laughs> the cat 
Oh my gosh. And again, I'm just thinking of that prop master where Gene's like, I thought we agreed we're going to get a Panther. He's like, I can't, like, I'm not allowed to rent from that place anymore. After yeah, but we, we did, did short- Gene. It's here. <laughs> yeah, but what? if I have it on set, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> All right. Take the Panther back. Shatner's like, you realize heard- we have, you realize we have to borrow a costume from Gilligan's Island now, right? Right. We just <laughs> spent the budget on the costumes for the Panther that we're not allowed to use. The Panther that we're not allowed to use. And like, Shatner comes by, it's like, hey, can I fight the Panther? No, you can't what? fight the Panther, Bill. You can't. It's like, I heard there's a Panther on set. It's like, we're not doing anything with the Panther. We're not allowed to use because of you. We can't do anything with a panther. They break for lunch. You just see William Shatner like around a table of PAs. Like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fighting the panther later. No, you're not, Bill. No, Bill, you're not. The panther's don't not tell even that here to PAs. You're not. You're not gonna convince them. It's like, oh, so what are we gonna do? Well, we got a we got a little house cat. We got <laughs> we got a Fresnel in the back that we're gonna use yeah. to shine a, a light on it. Shatner's like. No problem. I'll fight the cat. I'll fight the cat. I'll fight the cat. <laughs> Bill, it is a normal, it's a, just a cat. It's like, yeah, I'll fight it. I'll fight a cat. I'll fight a cat. <laughs> Damn it, Bill. Uh, I I love that this, his, Kirk's tactic at one point is like, I have, I have no idea how to get us out of here. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to go with my gut and I'm going to make out with this lady. I'm just going to make out with her. I'm just going to make out with her hard. And then, and then she like figures it out. Yeah. And is like, you used to me. And like, he's like, yeah, yeah, you used me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he has this look you of used like, us. Total frustration of like, I know. I just, <laughs> do you nothing. think I wanted to? <laughs> I mean, yes, I did in a way, but you know, professionally. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I again, this that I don't think that these are like the ambassadors of this species. They're I think not. this is a husband wife couple who are right. on a little trip, and things <laughs> got a little out of hand when she yeah. got into human yeah. heroin, emotion heroin, <laughs> subconscious id heroin, and they're just uh, like they're just like off on like a honeymoon or yeah. like a vacation, and they're like, hey, you know what'd be fun? Might spice up the relationship a little more. Is like, that? what if we just, what if we just took this planet that there's nothing on, uh-huh. and like, you see that ship that's gonna fly by? What if we just like learn a little bit from it? It's a great idea. It's a great idea. Oh, look, they're beaming down right now. Okay, <laughs> all right. You make become the, a cat, okay, and I'll have this wand thing in my hand. <laughs> great. Uh, those two. We'll make those two uh, slaves, basically, and we'll kill that guy. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll save the relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this relationship was doomed from the beginning. It was absolutely doomed from it the was beginning. Just doomed. <laughs> Sylvia and Korob. I want to know what was going on with Scotty and um, Sulu. Sulu, when they beamed down. Do you think they were like, what's up with this spooky castle? It's very spooky. <laughs> I think maybe it was more normal. When they got down yeah. there and then the aliens started reading their thoughts and like, okay, cool. Trick or treat. It's October. I guess this is right. like their lives. And then they built the castle and the spooky yeah. set. They just started pumping in the fog machines. Can we fog. get more dry ice fog, please? In shows <laughs> in general. Bring it like, back. Just bring it back. Like the low lying fog instead Fantastic. of like this bullshit CGI fog. Just give me... 
I don't care if it's like a, a interior realistic sitcom. Just pump the fog in for pump me. Pump it in. Like <laughs> it's great. That theater set, the community theater f- fog. Oh my god! Uh, I did a production, a community theater production of Dracula once, and we had fog <laughs> machines running like the whole two hours of it. And right. There's something about it that smell too. It's like that sweet that smell. Yeah. Dry eyes. Yeah. I don't even yep. know how to describe it. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. If we ever get a studio, uh, uh-huh. and we ever record <laughs> this podcast in person, can we just have yeah. a dry ice machine running at all times? hundred percent. Our, our, yeah. We're going to pull out all the stops. We're going to get lighting <laughs> to be like it is on the original series and yes. the first two seasons a of rock The Next set. Generation. A cool a rock set. paper mache rock set <laughs> like with shiny material in it. Did you notice those rocks were shiny? Oh, yeah. So when they light it, it looks <laughs> Iridescent, has like more texture. Like, yeah. Yeah. They don't That's make right. them like they used to. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. No. Uh, okay. Dialogue. I, it, this is a hard one for me because a lot of the dialogue is camp for me. None of the dialogue yes. really feels amazing, except oh. for the thing that comes off that's not on the theoretical holodeck where he's like, I bet my credits to Navy Beans. Yeah. Uh, I think that there's a lot of subtly funny stuff. Like uh, Kirk's like, what do you, th- what do you think? Uh, what do you interpret these spooky witch ladies as uh, <laughs> Spock? And he's like, very bad poetry, Captain. Like, no, something useful. God damn it, something Spock. Something useful. <laughs> uh, and then they talk about trick-or-treating and he, like Kirk explains trick-or-treating to Spock. And then he right. just like slightly says, you'd be a natural. I'll explain it to you someday. <laughs> and I just like the number of HR complaints that Kirk Absolutely. should get. <laughs> Just for like harassing spot, but Spock like doesn't send this, him. <laughs> yeah, after this, after this mission, like uh, Starfleet just gets like a list of things from Spock. Like he made fun of my ears. He made fun of the fact that I was very frank about how bad the poetry was. He <laughs> he kissed the lady as a solution, uh, and that was not appropriate. Uh, he made he jumped. He tried some athletic thing. Jumped on the bed thing. I don't oh, even know. That's so good. There's also, uh, I think, a great <laughs> little writing joke where there's a shot where they're all chained up against the wall. Spock, yeah. Bones, and and uh, oh, Kirk. I know exactly. Yes, okay, say and, it. <laughs> and, and, and Kirk goes, Bones, like looking towards Bones. And there's the skeleton a skeleton there. in the <laughs> foreground. And then there's McCoy right next to him. So he goes, Bones? Doc, like, like I'm not talking to the bones. I'm talking to you, McCoy. It's like, yeah, such an obvious writer's I joke. I forgot about that, and I was like, oh, it's so good. That's so good. <laughs> it's <very> funny. <laughs> oh man, just a day on set where they were all just chained. Uh, love it. Um, I'll give it. A th- oh, and also we didn't talk at all about the spooky witch ladies, the the not Macbeth witches. They're all wearing. So apparently, the original intention was. Because they were wearing, you know, stage blacks. What is it called? Theater blacks or, you know, like yeah. all black. You know, yeah. So you, in your mind, you're supposed to be like, I don't see that because it's all right. black. <laughs> right. Well, and their intention was to have the heads look like they're floating around. Right. But right. they also lit it with a key light. Right. So there's just texture. Right, this, <laughs> and this is like, this is before 
blue screens and green screens right. were widely used and easy to, to 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 do anything with. So they probably were just like, yeah, just film in, in a, with a black background and we'll light the faces and like we'll, just we'll great. plate it in there and it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> turns out no, and they couldn't even fix nope. it in the remastered. Uh, right. I'm giving it a three. I couldn't understand half of what the witches said. Yeah. I think uh, a three for that uh, joke. Yeah. The joke is great. Bones. Yeah. Doc. Romance. You know, I think that this couple, the swinging couple, they're trying really hard. There's a little There's bit. There's some fun moments there. Like She's like, you um, excite me. Why? Like she's. <laughs> she's yeah. It, the, you, there wasn't, there wasn't like classic romance going on no. in my opinion. Um, I don't know, 2.5. 2.5. I'm giving it a four because I think it's very romantic of Korob of, you know, he sees just, he sees his wife not being herself and he's very sad about it, but he knows he's got to sacrifice her to try to yeah. get out of there. And she ends up as a mega cat crushing him with a door. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says romance like that. <laughs> Uh, action. I wish I could get crushed by a door. Yeah, crush me with a door. <laughs> uh, uh, action is a five. Yeah, that's a five. Easy five. Yeah. This uh, missed punch that went off without a hitch. Incredible. Uh, the jumping over the hole multiple times. The smashing uh, of the Sulu's, wand scepter explosion. Sulu's uh, a martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He goes into his fencing stance that he uses in season one, but he doesn't have... He doesn't a have anything. Rapier. Right. And then he starts kicking and then like or there's foil. the there's the move and it's done very slowly. And yeah. so you're like, oh man, if only they would have sped this up. Uh <laughs> they where he kicks Shatner and then Shatner grabs his foot and spins him over and oh, throws yeah. him against the wall. Classic. And I'm like, man, that would have been sweet if it was sped up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just take out a few frames and you're good to go. Uh, right. No, they had to do it. They had to fill out that 54 minute runtime or whatever it is. Uh, action is top notch. Uh, I also yeah, just it's a five. special shout out to the keychain going over to flame. I, I know it's not really action, but I want one of those keychains though, for sure. No, I uh, absolutely. Uh, it's, I just, you know what it is? It's Gene's, you know, Buick keychain little <laughs> enterprise. And he's like, just use this. Just use this genius. What did you get one of those? Yeah. What? Yeah. Everybody gets one. one. <laughs> yeah, everyone. I didn't get one. Right, right, right. right you're right, going right. to get one. You're yeah, gonna Michael Barrier. Now that you're assistant chief engineer, you're definitely getting one. And then he like, he hops in his Buick. He like revs the engine and like speeds off over a curb and like takes out a bush. And the, the landscape, the landscaper standing there with like big clippers. He's like, oh, fuck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he wasn't even wearing his seatbelt. <laughs> Uh, suspense. Um, I, I mean, think there was technically, but of like what's going on, but like because of the campiness of this, like, yeah, of the 60s ness of it, I didn't feel the suspense at all. I was yeah. like, I kind of just wanted well, to know what the, what the deal is with these aliens and like what are they like, really? All right, I'm gonna give it a one. Yeah, one sounds good, it's there, but I don't feel it. Yeah, uh, and camp is uh. An easy uh, five can me. I give it a six? <laughs> <laughs> One a season. <laughs> can I give it a six? Because like, 
man, the campiness behind this. Oh right. man, everything about it. The Gilligan's Island costume, the wand. The, oh my god. The lighting, the mega the cat. Set, the light, the cat. The cat in in and of itself is easily a five. Oh, easily a five. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Uh okay, and finally stakes. Obviously, the enterprise, if they keep being dragged over the flame. At one point, the stakes are pretty high because, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Korob's like, hey, get out of here. Just go. And they're Gotta like, go. what about Sulu and Scotty? No, they're, my wife's they're unhinged. They're not yours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when she Just gets leave. like this. <laughs> like, so they could lose their chief engineer, which would be a boon for uh, the for assistant. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, their helmsman. And they could lose their helmsman. Like, yeah. <laughs> Big deal. And Great sword day. fighter. Yeah. Yeah. And sword fighter. Uh, I'll give it a three. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three sounds good. Okay. Okay. So these are, you know, unofficial scores because these aren't really hot like episodes. But- right. Aesop says good things. The points don't matter on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would just make Dylan matter. Uh, computer, final score. Calculating. Three point three six. Right. Okay, that puts it above the last one we did, which was the Shakespeare one. Uh, Camp is always going to be a solid five. I feel like we got a handicap you it can't, almost. Right, you can't get away without a solid five from the original series. Yeah, oh, Shatner man. himself is just a five in Camp. He's a Camp. If machine. Shatner shows up on anything, it's a five. Like yeah, the Blue Origin <laughs> launch and landing five five Camp five for Camp <laughs> easily. Did you see the video of him? while they were up there no i didn't in like low or in like low earth orbit not in space but he has like zero g's and like there's you can hear him because they obviously he's just like oh my god i'm really touched you know people say a lot of things about william shatner and i'm sure a lot of them are true and he's kind of like surly or you know kind of mean to fans or you know a hard person to like if you like get to know him if you're not one of his best friends i hear it's pretty tough uh but i am a little touched that uh, you know this guy had a great time up there and he was like he was affected by it so just right we should just well, launch I mean, every asshole into space is what i'm trying to say i feel like that's well that's the thing is there's the there's the thing in uh that they say like you the, go to space and you gain this perspective that you can't have if you're not in space right like there are no borders so what is it that, that uh, look at that thing you son of a bitch the thing that the astronaut said. Right. Yeah. I'm going to throw the uh, this video of Shatner in space in, in our, our Discord. Discord. And this is a good uh, little segue. Thank you for listening to Trek to the Holodeck. We are available on all podcasting platforms. You can subscribe to us so that you get it to you in uh, a second. Like the minute we have it out, you'll get it. You'll get um, it. It'll be pushed to you. And in this yeah. case, next week, you'll get the episode well, I think we have a guest coming we do what are we doing next week first of all Star Trek Voyager Once Upon a Time which we said we were going to do this week but we, we pushed did, it back we because uh, our guest Matt Apodaca um, is going to be on and that's the episode that he was going to do and we want to make sure that uh, we, we don't do it. screw him over yeah and um, we also got uh, Dylan Hamilton Smith will also be joining us hopefully right right and hopefully. our our third host uh mark cooper will will not be here next <laughs> he week, won't be unfortunately here. but we'll have two guests on dylan hamilton smith and matt apodaca 
we really should just consider slotting in Mark if he's up for it whenever one of us is not available. <laughs> right. He would right. totally do it. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure he would have had some things to say about uh, <laughs> Korob <laughs> and Sylvia's relationship. <laughs> um, guys, yeah, subscribe to us. Like, like uh, Daria said, we've also talked about our Discord. Check out our link tree on Instagram. On Instagram, we're Trek to the Holodeck. On Twitter, we're Trek to the Deck. Discord. We need a hundred new Fans. people in the Discord. We need that. Like people are doing the Lord's have, work in there, <laughs> right? And if we don't have the hundred new people, we're not going to get that matching. That matching. Uh, 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 what what do they call it on on telecasts or whatever? The, the matching donation, the matching donation. of a hundred of a yeah. hundred followers the KFC. from KFC. <laughs> Our, our our gracious sponsors uh, decided to match 100 followers. So if we get 100 followers in our Discord, KFC's throwing 100 followers into our Discord. That's a great deal, but we need your help. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. And uh, <laughs> the song that we played earlier in the podcast was called Powerfulness or Powerful Sensations by Food. And available fi- on Bandcamp. Available on Bandcamp. And finally, uh, this is a fan podcast. We have no association with CBS, Viacom, Paramount Plus, or any of that. So we're just, we're just having fun out here yeah i mean if disney wanted to buy us out we, we totally might Most we likely. might think about it i would take like the money. i don't but, have the marketing department to not take the money i feel yeah. like but we are currently so. an indiesaurus network podcast so this is their signature right. you're listening to an indiesaurus production listen to their other podcasts as well um, but, yeah, they have a lot of great stuff. And yeah. they also have a Discord, which is in our link tree. So go check out that Discord. We have a channel in it. Okay, folks. Well, see ya or hear ya next week or talk to ya next week. Bye. You spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.